0: This is Comet picks by the Glick, and I'm your host Jason Glick. Good evening, Jason Glick. How the hell are you? I'm doing just fine, John. Yourself? Um, you know, I'm I'm here. You know, um, present. It's December. Welcome to December, everyone. Welcome to welcome me to December. Chaos, Black Friday, yada yada yada. You know how it goes.
1: Yeah, good times and all. It's like in you know, it's like this season for shopping and and everything. And also, you know, it's like kind of for deals as well. And you know that actually figures into like what I got what I got for us tonight to talk about. Oh. Yeah, cuz you know, I was planning on buying this anyway, but hey, thanks to Amazon someone's finger slipping at Amazon, um, there's actually like a, I managed to get this for about half off. And um considering how it ultimately turned out, I think it's a pretty good deal. Nice. Yeah. So I'm talking about Marvel's latest big event series, Original Sin. Now, it's like that. now it's like this now Marvel's um you know they they've been doing all see all well they've had kind of a mixed bag over over the years with their event series Avengers X Men was kind of a, was kind of a mixed bag I like the tie ins more than the main main series um, Age of Ultron I waited until I found it for half off at Comic Con and I'm glad I did um, Infinity was easily one of the best things they've done in that regard in years and um, you may be hearing it more more about it in a couple of weeks. Um, and then you've got um, original sin, which you know, someone because someone's uh, finger at Amazon slipped. I uh, I got this for like slightly more than half off. Um, like I pre-ordered it a couple couple months back, and so here it is. And it's that uh, it's um, an eight issue limited series from a, from a couple guys who I who've done like really good stuff for the company in the past. I'm um, Jason Aaron and M- Mike Diodato. Now, longtime um, readers readers and listeners will know that I really like um, Jason Aaron's work. Um, what he's what he's done with um, his his Indian crime drama Scalped, his work on Wolverine, Wolverine and the X Men, and um his and his current run on Thor um for for Marvel. So you know and then and this series was pitched as basically like a um, big cosmic murder mystery as a you know who shot the Watcher. And so I thought hey you know this sounds like a pretty pretty solid base for an event series. Then the reviews started trickling in for the um, individual issues and they were you know to be charitable lukewarm for the for lack of a better term. and But, you know, hey, I... Um, as I have um, said numerous times here and on the site, I'm invested in the narrative of the Marvel Universe to the, to the point where, you know, Marvel actually has one, as opposed to DC, which is... You know, they manage to pull it off every once in a while, but there really isn't one, for lack of a better term. So, basically, if you want to know what's up with the state of the Marvel Universe, you got to keep reading their big event series and, and such. Um, original Sin... Isn't terrible, but it, I'm still kind of trying to figure out what you know what the point is. Aside from just you know, you're raising um you know mistrust and um, chaos like in the build up to um, events like um Axis. Time runs out and secret wars, and also you know serving as a as a springboard for you know um for all these retcons they're doing in the tie-in series. I mean, basically the series is kind of like you know retcon the crossover event. And it's because of all the uh, you know because it's based around secrets you know people you know people finding out stuff they never knew about about themselves and um what and you know, what and all the follow from that that it entails now here's the thing back back things up a bit um the watcher is a um character created by um Stanley and Jack Kirby who is um big big see big head um big big head big call, big collar um shows up whenever you know like the most dire events are set to befall the Marvel Universe. I mean, he first showed up to warn, to let everyone know that you know Galactus was coming, and uh, that's and he's been and he's been making appearances in other you know big Marvel events ever ever since, and um, maybe other random random stuff as well. I mean, he's um, the watcher we know, whose name is Utal, um, you know, even though he, he's you know he's um bound to a um vow of non-interference, he's interfered plenty over the over the years for reasons both um big. Big and small, but you know, it's just kind of like you know, it's little things here and there. But um, we're in, we're reintroduced to him in the um, preludes to this um, to these uh, to, to the main series. I mean, there's a uh, there's a nice um, multi um, there's a couple of shorts there's, there's a nice short from Ed Rubaker and Javier Pulido that that channels the. Um, big awe inspiring um Lee and kirby vibe as as a couple of guys in suits um break into the watchers um, sanctum on the moon to try and f- to try and steal some secrets while he 's in his fugue state uploading um, uploading his secrets of the year to um, whatever collective he responds to so we're talk so it's basically just a bunch of guys just, you know talking about you know, hey it's like we're stealing stuff oh he's um observing these things and not and um, he's not going to uh, interfere in these horrible events that are coming. And um, then, but then, but you know, like, then the, um, but what we're getting will allow the Unseen to kill him. So it's, you know, it's a case of, you know, hey, we're building up um, hype for the, uh, for, like, for this particular event series. Then you got um, Issue Zero, which is basically a, uh, you know, like, you know, get get acquainted with, get reacquainted with The Watcher, which comes to us from Mark Wade and um, Jim Chung. Uh, it's actually more of a nova story the current nova the uh it's like the the little kid Sam alexander who um, it's like who's basically who who is like you know the current who is the current nova and um hi, how he um you know just you know, wonder say like, hey you know what the uh you know why is he uh, he's wondering at like, you know why is the watcher watching all this stuff what's he um you know what 's his purpose in all this and, and all and it's and even though it's kind of a uh, it's a familiar kind of story, and you'll, um, we get it's like, um, like Sam's like a big overexcited kid, and the Watchers just you know like the straight man, straight silent man to all of his actions. It's like it's still a fun. It's still a fun, cute story that basically establishes establishes the, their does a good job of establishing their character, their characters, and brings up to as, you know what the Watchers' deal is. It's like I thought it was fun. Chung's art is 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 very impressive. It's like and. It's like, and I thought that you know did a, did a good job of like you know just bringing you up, bring everyone up to speed, and just like you know giving the uh, um and um, you know, Wade does a good job of humanizing the Watcher in terms of like you know what he's um one of the things that he's watching all the multiverse for. So it's so it's actually it's handled, it's handled pretty well, and yeah, we get a moment where Utau breaks um his Watcher valve of non-interference and tells Sam one little thing, and it's and I got, and it's kind of it's kind of cool i like that so it's so overall it's a, it's a nice setup to the like you know just to bring us up to speed on the characters now original sin the uh proper um now with aaron's um mar- marvel work he's it's like he's always good with embracing the um big over the top ass aspects of it you know with um yeah, you, know, you can see that in his um, work on Wolverine and the X Men, which had this crazy school with all these over the top antics of of its cat of its some um, characters and its, and it's, like its attendees, and um, that's kind of like, and um he, he doesn't go that over the top here, but um it's, in fact it's like it's kind of subdued compared to compared to his other work. And it starts off with you know the wa- like you know the Watcher on it's like on the moon w- witnessing his own. It's like witnessing his own death and then seeing the people who who we think have come to kill him. Then it shifts to a um to a meeting between um Wolverine, Steve Rogers, um seeing Natasha Romanoff and Nick Fury, um, for meet night. It's like their monthly um their monthly or um where whatever whatever frequency they do they do to order to just get back kick back and hang out. And that's and we get a nice soliloquy from Fury about the best um ha- Best steak that anyone's ever had—that um, that he and Steve Rogers have ever had—and that was during World War II, when when they killed the cow during a Nazi firefight, and then just um, cooked 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 it up afterwards. So, so it's nice—it's a nice grounded start for, for this huge cosmic mystery. When they find out that the Watcher um, has been shot through the head and killed, and not only that, both of his eyes have been stolen. So, ever so everyone's wondering—you know—who did this? And why did they and why did they do it? So, so I mean, you've got the um, the official investigation, which is being run by which um, Captain America picks Dick Fury to run because, you know, hey, Fury's got the um, is the guy with all the secrets. He's the, he's the one who's always running um, things behind behind the scenes in the Marvel Marvel Universe. So what better person to run it? Then you've also got a uh, parallel investigation being run by someone who we don't know about, who's recruited on um, the likes of the Black Panther, um, Emma Frost, um, Ant Man, Scott Lang, um, the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, um, Moon Knight, um, Gamora, um, the Punisher, and Doctor Strange. It's like in order to um, run these other invest- these other parallel investigations into who might have killed the Watcher as well. So, the series basically follows these um, these. These different threads, um, as they and at one point they do eventually converge, and we find out that you know, who really killed the watcher, and why he did, and why he did this. Now, as it is, it's like I it's like, you know, it's it's it I, it. This is a very um, Nick Fury centric centric series, and it's it's like, and I kind, and even though it's like I, I like the idea that we're getting like you know something that shows like you know, Nick interacting with the Marvel Universe proper instead of on the fringes like, um, like he did in, Secret, in um, Secret Warriors. But at the same time, though, it's, it involves a, a lot of retcons to his, it's like, to his character. And also, it's like, because the, uh, the whole, actually, the whole premise of this of this series basically um, borrows a lot from a, a Garth Ennis miniseries from years ago called um, The Unknown Soldier. Now, this is way back in the 90s, um, probably more than 15 years now actually yeah it's really old i'm old that's that's how it is and now, the, the unknown soldier was basically um and this is um attempt to take a, a vertigo give the vertigo take to a um to one of the dc's old war comics characters a guy who um you know was, who had like a scarred face always appeared in bandages but could assume anyone's identity like you know re- like regardless of the industry uh, you know, and he was all he's always like you know and, and um was able to infiltrate any any wartime situation and um and reinvented the character as someone who who basically like, took the face of American um military superiority from World War II onto the present. He was just the guy who um who showed up in order to do all the jobs that you know that Ameri- so that needed to be done in order to um, to secure um, you know, american superiority like, until the point came when he couldn 't do it anymore. And he had to find someone else in order to take his place. And in order to do that, he uh, had he took this guy on a like on a trip through all of his all the uh, all of his um, greatest hits over the years, for lack of a better term. So, and that's basically what happens here. I mean, someone has someone wants um, someone who has basically um, spent most most of their life protecting the Marvel universe from all these hidden. Uh, unknown threats. Someone known as the unseen wants, um, you know, someone else to take their, you know, to take their place. And um, it's like, and in and in doing so, you know, this shows this person shows all these other other heroes, you know, what they've done over the it's like over the years. It's just shows them, you know, why this person's um, job is so necessary. My issue is that you know, it's the person who does this takes such a um long and circuitous um, route to doing it that's just kind of like, you know hey you know, why didn't you just tell them i mean yes I know it's secretive and you know you had to get people to understand first but you know why it's it just seemed it just seems like ridiculous for lack of, for lack of a better term i just couldn't it's like i just couldn't buy it in the end, and that that's the main issue i mean even though it's like the um it's like the uh, the storytelling is gen- is generally pretty sound. Um, it's like I just couldn't couldn't buy the main like the reasoning behind the uh, like the unseen logic as to why things had to be this way instead of just simply telling you know um, if all the people he wanted to be this person wanted to be their successor. You know why why they had to be this way. So there you go. It's like and it's like and also um i will admit that um some of aaron's um like shorthanded choices as far as the um supporting cast are slightly questionable in a sense i mean on one hand it's like i like the idea that his um pet his pet villain the orb the guy with the eyeball for a face is one of the um big players here which is it is just amusing it's a, it's a right side of amusingly ridiculous to the point where like you know he um where his reinvention at the end of the series it's like i like i just think it's it makes the char- a ridiculous character even more ridiculous and silly and stupid, which is kind of the point. What less um, engaging are the fact is the fact that he also that Aaron also brings back um, a couple of characters from Grant Morrison's old um, um, Marvel Boy series, um, Oubliette and um, Doctor Midas. Uh, they, uh, you know, I I liked how um, I liked the characters, especially in that series. I liked how um, Oubliette made her a brief return in um, Kieran Gillen's. Um, Young Avengers series as Marvel Boys um X, their their purpose here doesn't seem to be um as as fleshed out or as um a- as it could have as it could have been. I mean, you could have really swapped out any other um supervillains for for the roles that these these characters are, are meant to provide here. So I mean I, I can only assume that um Aaron well, I don't know, it's like now that I think about it, you know given their interchangeable nature it's like it may have may have been just that you know Aaron was asked to um bring them, it's like you know bring like you know, bring them in because you know Marvel, whoever um does someone at Marvel Editorial basically said hey you know, these characters are great characters we need you to um help bring them back into circulation in a way Aaron goes okay yeah I can do that because otherwise it means like they don't um I mean like I said they, they don't cont- contribute to you know any very specific. Um, function beyond just being the general antagonists of the it's like of the tale. It's like, and overall it's like I mean the series it, and the series also does um shuffer, shuffle some does offer lots of shuffling around like in terms of like these sh- stories go. I mean you've we end with um like a new person taking over the role the role of the watcher. We end with someone being a new um, intergalactic protector like of the Marvel universe. Um let's see what else? Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, and just general. Um, oh no, um, we found out with that Thor has been made unworthy because of a couple words whispered to him that apparently caused him to realize that hey, he's not worthy of holding Mjolnir um, anymore. So there's so there's that, and also the um, you know just the general mistrust you know everyone has because of the um, secrets that have been revealed over the course of the series. Um, the thing is though that uh, well the uh, I'll admit that the uh, the premise that the the, the springboard the series gives for the um tie ins you know basically like secrets revealed that no one ever knew about and is a decent like, de- works decently, but at the same time though i 'm kind of wondering just how this lines up with um with um hickman 's um new Avengers, which basically has the um revelation that you know which um Hickman actually uses um the springboard really well that i'll be and i 'll be talking about this maybe not this week, but certainly in the future, um, about, um, about the fact that the Illuminati wiped um, Captain, Captain America's uh, memory after they kicked him out of their group. And um, th- what he remembered from, this, from the eye from the, um, bomb that the orb unleashed, um, he remembered that they wiped his memory. And so that basically sets them on a collision, Captain America in a, on a collision course with the Illuminati. And I'm just kind of curious about how you know, either he was just you know holding it all in sorry, while he was working with um the member the members of Illuminati that he knew in this in this series, just you know Iron Man, Doctor Strange, um Black Panther, and he was just holding it all in until it was done, and then he goes off into and um goes to have his reckoning with um with Iron Man because that's the only way I can think that the um timeline would line up for like, you know how, how these over- how these revelations work. It doesn't. And, um we don't get a sense of that in here, but you know it's like, hey, I guess, I, yeah, I guess if you're if you're like me and you're trying to like, and you can ras- if you're able to rationalize yourself, rationalize these um, continuity glitches, then um you can, you can give yourself an honorary no prize for rectifying Marvel continuity like that. Even so, it's like I will admit that the um, tie-ins have been pretty decent so far. I like, yeah, um, I, mean, I just spent um, earlier today. I'm writing up the um, Hulk versus Iron Man. A miniseries, which, you know, while ultimately inessential, still offers like a nice, still presents a nice handle, nice um, character story between um, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, as you find out, you know, just why the secret role that um, Tony Stark had in the, uh, it's like in the creation of the Gamma Bomb, it's like, and also the, um, and then you got the uh, Thor and Loki um, miniseries, which um, is ostensibly part, part of um, Jason Aaron's um, run with with Thor, but it's actually um, um, Aaron Lee, um co-scripted it with, co, um, co-plotted it with um, Al Ewing, who does the uh, Loki um, series. And um, Ewing did the script. And it's basically just to set up the fact that um, Angela, um, the character that used to be a one of um, Todd McFarlane's um, cast of Spawn, is um, actually like, you know Thor's sister. Thor and Loki's sister. And now that I've told you this, hell, that's basically the big revelation of the series is building towards too and that's something they uh that was um basically set up in the uh preview materials so whatever it's it's not bad but you know when you're building to this big revelation that everyone already knows it's not that not all that impressive um hickman's um avengers avengers work however is actually pretty pretty entertaining even though his i will say that um his avengers on um, story infinite avengers is cool and weird, even by his standards. Given um, all the time, like all the uh, time jumping mechanics that that, are, that the um, plot device of the uh, Infinity Gem um, works with, and with regards to his New Avengers arc, it's like it's uh, Richardson only tangentially affects that because we find out that you know now that Captain America knows he's going to come gunning um, for the Illuminati and what, what they've done, but um, that's still. But the, it's still a very solid story. And especially the uh the final few pages, when we find out which, just what Nam war's been up to. Oh yeah, that's that's the way to build um um it's like anticipation for an up- upcoming ARP. And that's that's actually actually the event Hickman's Avengers stuff makes me more interested in seeing what comes next for the Marvel Universe than um the main miniseries does itself. That being said though, the um the main the main collection also collects a bunch of extraneous um, stuff as well, including the uh, five-part di- um, digital miniseries um, "Young Avengers: Hide in Plain Sight," which is a fun, um, which which is a fun little um, bit of bit of nonsense from from, from Ryan North and um, some artist whose name I can't remember, um, Ramon Villalobos, who's. Um, Whose style basically um, reminds me very much of um, chris Burnhams who's in turn reminds me of frank quittley so we 're dealing with like two degrees of see, of um, remove right here but it's but it 's a fun witty, witty series that basically has Marvel boy um, Prodigy and um hokling um, tangling with the hood in order to um, extract all this information from these um, poor um, homeless New Yorkers you know before, before it drives, drives them insane and while and the heroes um, trying to um, you know stop the hood from, use, from using it to his benefit so it's like it's it's fun but maybe a bit too self-consciously witty but still but so good but so good fun over overall i like like having it here then we also get the um mini, the five heart mini series um, original sins which basically um has a bunch of bunch of writers either you know setting up future stories or just doing shorts um involving, like you know surprise revelations um i honestly uh like the um, the more comedy oriented bits, like um, like Stuart Moore and Rick Geary's, um like two page um, bit about Lockjaw, i um, remembering where he just buried a giant bone on the moon, or um, or Dan Slott and Mark Bagley um, talking about writing about the one time that Jay Jonah Jameson wrote a good review of a Spider Man performance, or um, Ty Templeton's um, take on um, a revelation that um, Howard the Duck it's actually a secret genius who buried his genius in order to avoid being uh, beaten up as a kid. And, see, and then we also get uh, other, see, other fun bits. Like, but then there are some better stories that actually um, work pretty well in the li- longer form, like the uh, short from James Robinson and, and uh, Alex Malieve about a um, really arrogant um, New York stockbroker who get, winds up getting one of Dr. Doom's big secrets and trying to blackmail him for it. The problem is uh, you don't blackmail Dr. Doom. At all, and this guy finds that out the hard way and then oh and also the um Al ewings um um story that um he d- with um butch grease that um basically has um one of fury's um uh, oldest friends dum dum dugan um um confronting him over like over what he's done over the course of the series and uh while the uh and actually this is this is actually kind of a story that should have been done like in the series proper because it's 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 a um, really um, it's, like, it's a really affecting way of like you know bringing Nick Fury to account to all the stuff he's done over the years, while also um, assaulting the earth for um, any use of dum dum like over the years, like um, and bringing bringing him back. It's like wow. It's like you know on one hand, it's like on one hand it's like you know it's like it's it's pretty brutal what they do to the character here, but at the same time though it's like see, seeing what they seeing what they do. Would have um, been really comp- would have made some really compelling material to work with. It's like in the uh, it's like in the series proper. And I wish that um, that Aaron had taken the chance to do that. Oh, but then, then we also get like a nice two page um, closure for this for these things where with Chip Zdarsky, the um, like the absurdist artist for um, sex criminals, basically has. Um, basically it has um, Nick Fury grilling um, the rest of the Marvel universe all these weird secrets like that they've had that, that they have, such as um just revealing that um She-Hulk uh, never passed the bar, um Frank, Frank Miller uh, so Frank Frank Castle, the Punisher, actually um choosing to um go to the park that the day his family was killed. Um Magneto doesn't actually control metal. He actually just talks to it. And um apparently um Black Panther is actually a secret Avril Levine fan. Um, Beast has um, been pitching um, a series called Stars and Garters for years now. Um, Silver Surfer, oh, he actually ate a couple planets when he was playing, when he was um, being Galactus' herald. The Watcher didn't actually die, he just faked his death. And, um, see, see Anna, the squirrel girl actually hates squirrels. It's 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 absurdist fun, and, um, so, and one of the more memorable parts of the series. Oh, there's also a, uh, Secret Avengers um, bit involving Nick Fury Jr. and Phil Coulson um, from Ailscott and um, and Ryan Kelly. That well, yeah, it's all right. It's like it's, yeah, that's really about it. It's like out of all the uh, thing when I re- went, to re- went to reread this, I I couldn't actually bring myself to go back and give this second second reread. It was just it's like it was there. I guess it's, I guess it's added content, so I guess it's better to have it better to have it than not have it at all. So, so overall, it's like original sin. All you know is that the watch- watcher gets watcher gets shot. The um, Marvel universe rings works itself into a lather over its death. Like, but like um, a bunch of people get punished. Um, some some people more so than others, and um, in the end, everyone's um, left more mistrustful um, than before. All the better to work everyone to a, to a lather for um, for Axis. Time runs out and and Secret Wars. So, I don't know. It's like, like I said, if you're like me and you're invested in the narrative of the Marvel Universe, you probably already own this. For everyone else, I don't know. Just wait until the, uh, wait until if you really want to read it, just wait until the trade trade paperback comes out and it'll be a lot cheaper than the uh, yeah, 75 bucks this hardcover costs. Yeah, that's really not worth it, even at Amazon's um, standard deep discount. So, so there you go. Uh John, um it's like any thoughts on all this rambling from, from your end? So you think it'd be a
0: pass for some and it sounds like maybe, you know, others that wanna kinda like, you know just keep tabs on the Marvel Universe probably would not wanna get it, huh?
1: Yeah, it's like, like I said if you're if you're already committed to following the narrative of the Marvel Universe, you know, as such a thing as exists, and I still kind of feel like an ass for saying this, but, like I said, you've probably, already, you've probably already bought this. But like I said, for everyone else who is, I guess, on the fence, everyone's on the fence, you know, it's like, you can probably just give this a pass, and everyone who has decided, you know, I'm not going to buy this because I think it sounds dumb, well, I guess this is kind of justification for you then.
0: Yeah, the Amazon, um, it's uh, it's got three stars out of five, um, the general reviews, overall, you know, average aggregate reviews on it, and eh. uh, and there's some like people who are like, yeah, um, yeah, kind of stated. There was one guy stated something similar to yours, but not not in much detail as you just went into. So, so interesting. Okay, so um, do what do you, do you know what you're gonna have on tap for next time?
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah, next time. Um, oh, but let me just state for for comparison. Um, if we're talking about Amazon uh, Marvel reviews, which you know, take these with whatever. a grain of salt. <laughs> yes, as as all as you always should. Yes. Um, Infinity. Um, um, Hickman's crossover um, had four point one stars. So, oh, okay. so there, so there you go. I think that that about, about sums some things some things up right there. But you know, like I said, these are all reader reviews, so just take 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 these all with a grain of salt. But yeah. Next up is um, a series I've been following for a couple of years called um, called Granville from Brian Talbot. It's like his anthropomorphic um, animal saga of, of um, anthropomorphic animals, like in it's like in in um, er, it's like in nineteenth century um, in the nineteenth century steampunk kind of world. It's like I really enjoyed it, and I'm gonna love. am um, going back and rereading the four volumes so far for next week. Oh, so, cool. spoiler warning: I really like this. And, next week's, and, next, and in two weeks from now, you're going to be talking about, in depth, about why I really like this series. All right. And
0: we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Click.